Yo. Uh, is it Isha or Asha? It's Isha. What's up, Isha? Uh, on the podcast. Thank you for coming on. This is the Healthy Podcast. Um, you know, uh, you know, I I think we have a great guest today. Um, travel blogger. She's a fan of Drake. She has a personality. She worked at the same company as my dad. I mean, her 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 family worked at the same company as my family. Um, Give me technical issues. Did you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Sorry, I had technical issues for a second, but thank you for the great introduction and thank hey. you for having me your show. <laughs> welcome, welcome. So, uh, I wanted to just talk about you and, you know, really dive into who you are as a person. So, like, what is your story? You would say. My story. Hmm, everyone has a story, but depending what we want to share, I guess. Okay. Here. Um, is rubbing that outside. Okay. I'm good now. I apologize. Um. Yeah. My story, huh? Um. I mean, short story to say is that I'm a girl who came from, which everyone could probably say, but from really strong struggles, but is trying to find herself every day, <laughs> and you know, living life. It's like I'm trying to, you know, reach my goals, reach my dreams, but at the same time, I'm just learning to enjoy the journey that comes with it. Awesome. And, like, I'm, I'm the same way. Like, I think uh, with mental health, too, I think the biggest thing was kind of, like, everyone has, like, uh, like, mental health can be defined in so many ways. It doesn't have to be, like, anxiety or depression. It can just be life struggles, right? Mm-hmm. And hardships and stuff, too. So I think coming from, like, a tough upbringing or hardships or just, like, in general, mm-hmm. um, it's tough to always like live up to like whatever your life throws at you. Right. Not, not every, everybody has like a different way they approach an obstacle. So I think it's, uh, it, it's cool that, you know, that you have like that kind of upbringing has that kind of upbringing made you strong in certain ways. Like, is that why you're really big on travel? Mm-hmm. Um, you have such an extrovert personality. Like I feel like you have a personality and maybe, mm-hmm. the, right. Maybe that's your upbringing. Cause I feel like people who have tough upbringings were more sensory more feeling oriented so mm-hmm. yeah. is that is that part of it yeah so I would say that I had to grow up really fast really soon and um I would cool. say yes it's definitely a part of it um one thing is what's really ironic I was the most shyest kid ever like I would not even I couldn't even ask the waiter for water like I was so scared um but it was also just to do with yeah I think the lifestyle at home and having to see things that I didn't really want to see it like that age, but you know, it makes you stronger. It makes you, it, it, it's also based on somebody's timing. It's not like somebody's going to go through the struggles and they're going to be immediately mature. That's not how it is. I think with lots and lots of years of, you know, just living life and seeing different perspectives, I was able to just figure out who do I want to become? Like, who do I want to be? And how do I want to represent myself to the community? Because at the end of the day, as you're getting older, you realize that people are going to see you for who you are at the present. They're not going to see your past. Like nobody exactly. is going to see your past. Only you are going to know it. So you have to define yourself in the moment and I guess work towards who you want to be in the future. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think that I, it's just so like complex. And I, I love this question, but it's definitely... It's interesting to hear how people answer it. It's no simple answer, right? It's, it's, no very, simple. it's a psyche answer. It's almost in your mind because um, 
it's almost like it's everything that you went through and it's just kind of like you have to define it but i really like how you said like your past is not doesn't define who you are right now mm -hmm. definitely struggle with that all the time like i went out to uh, a birthday recently and just a couple of friends were there and like we haven't reconnected in a while and growing up we were very very close um but i just felt like there was this distant gap between us and stuff and mm -hmm. I started opening up with them but it just feels like kind of like there was a lot of insiders you know especially clicky mm -hmm. it's you know stuff like that so it, it I felt a little bit of me like being like oh man my past like maybe I should have spent more time getting to know them or something but then I was like you know what like I'm doing what I love I need to stop like wondering about the past like I have things to bring to the table too right. it's not them it's me too like I have so many other friendships outside of this, but even if I have so many friends, I put myself in this bubble. Mm -hmm. right? Is there anyone you look up to from a perspective standpoint? Because I know you said it, it comes from so many different verticals and perspectives. Is there anyone you you look up to, whether it's in the music industry or if it's uh, someone in like the mental health industry, like Jay Shetty? Is there anyone you look up to that kind of like get you through these kinds of things or maybe you can even look up to yourself you know some people are they love themselves a lot <laughs> yeah I was just gonna say that uh I was gonna say and I don't want to sound conceited and I would never use this answer actually this is an answer I formed this year and I would say myself um I think a lot of people have definitely influenced me and I'm and as you said like Jay Shetty and and maybe Drake even uh yeah they've definitely impacted me in a way that it they have motivated me. I, you know, I would watch hours of YouTube videos or, you know, learn about what they did or how they did it. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to do what you have to do, right? You're going to have to form your ideas, form your strength, yeah. um, things like that. And I actually kind of, I want to piggyback off of the, you know, the topic you were talking about, the friends thing, if I can. Um, yeah, you shouldn't worry about your past about like, or if you didn't have those connections, because sometimes it's just about timing. Like you can make friends, be best friends with someone who you didn't talk to for the last 12 years even though you went to all of your school with you know and um I saw that like I think the person I am today I've been able to connect with a lot of people that I wasn't able to before um and I think that's where it comes into play where I feel proud of myself I'm not completely proud of myself I still have a lot of insecurities still have a long way to go but I feel like I I think we all have to do this. We have to look at our ourselves, look at our past, see what we went through, see how we are trying to change, see what we're building up and really believe in ourselves. And I think that's what, you know, I see in a lot of people that they don't really believe in themselves. And you can show that you're the most confident person in social media, but you could be struggling internally. And I feel like we need to be more supportive of each other. First of all, I feel like people try to tear each other down, even if it's not directly. And, um, I think we all should really believe in ourselves because that's where it starts to inspire others. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there's so many. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to say my age. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, and I feel like there's so many times when I was in my mid-20s, late teens, um, even late 20s, I felt like, oh, my God, freaking meeting notification. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, I felt like kind of like, like, I felt like I was on the right path, but then I also felt lost, right? Because mm -hmm giving yourself uh, some kind of um, like a directive, like, Hey, like this is who I am. But then sometimes like just social media or just people in general that test you, everything is a test in life. And I feel like if you don't sell it, tell it, 
if you sell yourself short, you're going to always compare yourself to yourself. Mm-hmm. And the objective is not only you're comparing yourself to others, but you're, you're basically, you, you think what other people think of you think you are like, yeah, I, I know what I'm going with. I forgot the quote, but it's like, I, get it. I think what you or something. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like I, a judgment of myself because I think what you think of me is there. So I just, you know, I, <laughs> I think like there's so much of, of that, like behind us. Right. So yeah. I think, yeah, we do need to be kinder to each other. And, you know, it's just something like I would give to my uh, advice to my younger self is like, don't, when you mess up, it's completely normal. And it's something that you don't have to, uh, you know, just like, you don't have to like dwell upon. You can just listen to like music. You can listen to like Drake. Like I, I listen to Drake a lot, like as inspiration. Um, you know, I looked at his like, uh, like his interview with like where he did like in his house, and it just felt like he was like, I don't get invested in the highs and the lows a lot. I, I always stay. In- yeah. So I really like that. I mean, that interview with him, mm-hmm. and it's like you know he is, appreciates his space a lot, like how he likes to uh, you know, take time with his day, and he's very committed to his routine. Like discipline is one of the toughest things in the world. So would you say like I guess since you have a lot of strong mental strength and you look up to yourself, do you think you're disciplined in that sense? Is it like almost like a practice now that like you're used to now? Like you're like, oh, okay. Like I believe in my future. <laughs> it just took like all the experiences to like get, get there. Well, say. I do want to say that I don't have that strong mental state till today. Like I, I, I don't think anyone's really ready and I don't think they'll be fully ready. Um, I think that just happens. Like you start to, you know, you, it grows, but I don't think you're ever going to be 100% fully ready because world's changing. We have to change. Different ideas are there. We change our beliefs, what we like. One thing I wanted to say was, as we were talking, or as you were speaking about this, um, it's like, I know what I like. I know who I am, but I still don't know what I want. And I think that keeps changing every day. Yeah. So, for example, like I was like, I'm so set on getting a vision board and I want to make a vision board for myself. And I got the materials but I still can't print out the pictures. And then why is that? Because every day my thoughts are changing. Every day my interests are changing. And I think that really took a toll on me. Actually, in August, I was going through a lot of anxiety, a lot of depression, just because I felt like I'm not reaching my goals. How am I going to do it? I don't know. Like, I, I just felt like a failure, you know. But then I think I started to overcome that slowly. And um Gradually, I, I just started realizing like every day is such a beautiful adventure. Like even if it's the toughest times, you learn from it, you grow. You know, that has led me in a direction. I think everything happens for a reason. First of all, um, not necessarily everything, but I feel like um, I'm just enjoying the journey. And I'm, it's not like every day I'm like, oh yes, thank you for this car accident I just had or thank you for this guy dumping me that's not how it is um at the moment obviously I'll feel super sad but I think it's how you reflect on it and how you like really grow from it um so sorry if I I think I missed your question but I I just wanted to say like yeah I think it's not that I have the strongest mindset but I think that you know I'm learning to love every day uh, and it's hard to do that but I've learned to appreciate people and I've learned to push away the ones who are not there for you. And I've learned to just, I think I, I'm a very independent person in this way right now. I feel like I, I can just take solo trips, which I couldn't do before. And I feel that I can find myself in that way. If that makes oh, wow. sense. 
Sorry if I, I think I might have diverted by the question, but. And I think it's it's healthy because I actually went on a solo trip recently too. I went to California by myself. Me too. Five mile hike in two days. Um, and in, it was in Yosemite, California. So I did all that by myself and I reflected a lot on who I was as a person. And I was like, wait, I can like drive in a valley a hundred miles in, meet random people, be like this person that, you know, is confident in himself to do these things without a partner, without um, someone around. I, I think it really shaped my mind into being like in my purpose mm-hmm. and almost like I... I kind of look up to like people like Jay Shetty and stuff like that too. Like I always pivot to them because mm-hmm. of like mindset and thinking about like uh, just like how I think it's just about like how you shape your mind every day and having gratitude towards the little thing. And like, let's say like in your room right now, I see like having a stuffed animal or something, something brings you joy or has a positive moment. Right having like some kind of necklace or something right like necklace right like you can always associate a positive memory to it so just having gratitude in the morning saying like i have a roof under my shoulders i have a job i have like uh just something keeps you grounded they'll always keep you very level-headed in your like goals throughout the day but if your mental health is like fucked then basically like you can't function and then you end up like comparing yourself and like remember like what we were talking about uh before about social media mm-hmm. it's a very positive tool to depict it as the as a, as a you know, like a, a bad tool like you know as like a negative tool too so like i know you pivot to her social media in a positive light mm-hmm. would you can you talk a little bit about that as well yeah so i've always all right so i come from a media background my dad's actually director and i think that's just in my blood like I've always wanted to be in media in some way. And when I say that I was, it, it's like, I'm a very, very visual person. I'm a very creative person. That's the first thing I say in a job interview. I'm a very creative person. And I come up with ideas in my head all the time. But I think I just, you know, with the social media thing. Um, okay, let's see how I can reflect this. So I started writing down my ideas because I think that was taking a toll on me. I was like, why am I not writing this down? Why am I not conducting it? But you sometimes feel a little bit like, oh, this person's already done this or this person's already done that. Um, But, okay, let's go. Okay, sorry for a second. I'm going to go back. Let's do a little bit backwards, younger (laughs) Easter. So basically, I found social media to be very comforting for me just because, you know, I did have struggles with friendships or with family at times. And I would just like love to record. Like basically I was like an iCarly person. Like I would do little like little films and all those things. I would keep it to myself though. I never, never posted them. Um, But, and, and people, some, some people, let's say the haters at a young age would say, why are you posting so much? Why are you doing this? You know, but look at us today too and literally the whole world's on the internet now i was not saying that being on social media should be your everyday life that is something that you need to balance because i'm telling you if you use it too much it will definitely take a toll on you but you also have to use it in a way that you find it healthy for yourself um so for example like even though i was someone who maybe got the ball rolling with the social media aspect early on I think I started feeling like I can't post this. I can't because I've listened to other people or I looked at other people's things and I felt, wow, like they're already doing it. Why should I do it? Like it's going to be the same, you know? 
And I think um, just recently, like, I also started comparing myself to other people around our community because, you know, we have a big community in area. I think you, you're pretty aware of it. And uh, I would compare myself to other Desi girls. Let's talk about that. But I've always felt different in my own way. What was that? I was like, let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but um, I think I just would look at other people's stuff. And it's not that you shouldn't look at other people's stuff, but I think I, I indulged too much in it. And it made me feel like really insecure about myself. I was like, why don't I have that body? Why don't I have that face? Why am I not getting that many likes? But just recently, I started just kind of muting those stories. The people who I felt like I didn't need that negativity from or didn't feel like I could just feel good about. Um, again, I, I'm not like saying that I'm 100% like at that point, but I would love to open my social media to show that I'm very open. And nobody should feel like afraid that they should approach me. And I, I would love because I've made a lot of connections through social media. Um, I've met friends around the world and even celebrities. I actually work with a lot of celebrities right now. And it's all thanks to social media, because I'll tell you that even though my parents are in the media, they have always, you know, taken me away from it. They're like, you can't you shouldn't do it. I think it's just that fear. They don't want me to get into it. But I found my own path. I've been making my own path through social media. So I think there's a that you can you know get through it it's not that you just have to feel like that negativity there's a lot of opportunities you can do it. and you can really express yourself and people who may not be that person in real life and we're not saying that you're fake in real life and you're authentic in social media you can really show yourself sometimes i feel like it's different for everyone but social media definitely has saved my life has also broken my life but i you have to also find those healthy ways to make you feel you know it's a love a love and hate relationship, right? Love and hate relationship, but I, I'm very dependent on it. But we're all Gen Z, so I think we're just gonna keep living with it. <laughs> we have to learn. I'm just thinking, like, we have to live with it, right? It's not like some shit, like, we're all gonna, we're always gonna constantly complain about it. It's something and it's an adjustment. So I think mm -hmm. we're gonna live with it. And if I'm not too sure, I know you're a celeb, celeb promoter too, on top of just being like an analyst at Accenture, right? Mm hmm. Could you talk a little bit about that? Like, is that how you, I guess, uh, like as a celeb promoter, first of all, what, did, what does a celeb promoter do, <laughs> right? It's like a very cool title. And two, I know you meet celebrities. So do you promote celebrities or is it like parties, venues? Like, yeah. Like, what do you, what does a celeb promoter do? Like, is it <laughs> I think, yeah, the title is a little whack. But like, it's just like, I, I do events. I do celebrity promotions. And when I say that, I mean, I work with uh, some names here and there in the music industry, the Hollywood, Bollywood industry. Um, and again, it's it's also because I grew up in that, in, in that way. Um, my dad and I would go to all these award shows and I would literally turn around and I would see Amita Bachchan next to me. And I'm not kidding. Like, I, I really am not. But... It, it's like I don't have the pictures for proof but it was like something which is very normal to me I feel like those are normal people and it's just that you know they're inspirations I think those could be my inspirations to be honest like um we don't see everything that happens in the industry but you know you can definitely look up to them in the way that they are hardworking, that they have reached where they have to be so I think I've been just very you know, into that. Um, but I am starting connections through just like, again, 
the journey every day, right? So, for example, in college, I used to go, I went to Rutgers, I graduated in 2020, 2021, let's say about that. And um, I was in this organization called uh, the Association Punjabis at Rutgers. So oh, wow. shout out for them. But we yeah. used to, shout out for them. <laughs> but we used to bring um, like celebrities, guest hosts for our formals every semester. And I started to, like, I would look at them from far away, really wouldn't connect to them personally, but I just loved how we could bring somebody in and, you know, the crowd could get excited and things like that. So I think when I started just traveling and meeting people and just having my connections, I started meeting people who really inspired me, who I feel like are genuine, which is like, oh, I'm not like, I, you know, I'm not exclusive that like, you have to hire me. No, it's not. It. I think I form really good connections with these, you know, names that I have been, for example, should I shout out the names? Or... It's up to you. I mean, I, I, I have thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a love for people as long as you're not talking hate. hate no, no hate, no hate. Like, uh, names like um, you already said Amita Bachchan. You could say Umang Shah from the Healthy Name podcast. For sure. No, for sure. Really. You are one of them. This is the most exciting moment for me. I'm not capping. This is actually really exciting. This is my first podcast. So I appreciate that you, you know, reached out. So that's what I'm saying. Social media. You know people from across the world and they can reach out to you. You can have all opportunities like this. Um, but yeah, what I was saying is like, uh, I guess I can give a shout out, like maybe the Moonlight, right? These are a twin duo, um, Desi group, or they're, they're twin brothers. I'm sorry. These people are. Uh, tell me what they do and stuff because I'm curious to know as a as a learn as a student of just knowing <laughs> new people. So like, who who are these? You said you shout out to someone right now, Moonlight or something. Moonlight. So I mean, they're like I think kind of my uh, just my journey with really wanting to work with celebrities and events, and they're good friends of mine. Um, they're twin brothers. Uh, they're called Love and Krish, and now right, and they have songs with Wiz Khalifa, Megan Thee Stallion. Um, yeah, they're making their right. way. And I know them from a personal level, you know, like I've seen that they're, they're grinding every day. They're doing real estate on the side and you can do both. Like I'm doing IT and this on the, on the side, you know, and um, they really opened me up to, you know, coming to events and I, I market people. I, I do promotions. I do video edits. As I said, I come from a media background. So I've been utilizing that talent. <laughs> I've been taking videos through my through my iPhone. Huh? It cuts off. No, I was saying, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was saying that's awesome because like, I think like when you go hit that industry, I feel like you have a lot of um, experience in that inside information because everyone wonders like what happens behind the camera, right? When you're mm-hmm. speaking to these people, um, and I always want to know like what's going on, like how do they react to things? How do they do their shoots, right? Like for music videos and stuff. Um, how are they? Are they like? Uh, are they how they portray themselves on the camera versus real life? Mm-hmm. You know, I have so many. I find that super interesting, and like you said, you kept. There's a reoccurring topic with you. You kept saying grind and hustle. Um, I think of like Kevin Hart and Dwayne The Rock Johnson mm-hmm. every time I think because they're always on like videos. Like they're always doing something, right? Like they're in like millions of videos. Like Kevin Hart was on the movie just now and podcast and then he's doing something else. So you're always mm-hmm. seeing people like in you know, that's that's awesome. Is there anyone else you've worked with that you you really feel connected to? Is was there like a friendship after that too? anything mm-hmm. of that or 
Hmm. Well, okay, before I go there, I wanted to just piggyback off that too. Like grind hustle and a drive, you know? There's there's also a drive to it. Like you have to be motivate motivatedly inspired to go and do that. Because like for example, you could give me an IT job and I'll be like, oh, okay, whatever. But if you tell me that you have a video shoot with this thing, you have this, you have this modeling, you have this, I love that. So I will be driven to do that, right? So I think it's that's where it comes to. And then when it comes to working with other people, I have, um, I do have connections with, you know, Mickey Singh, uh, DJ Upside Down. I'm trying to think of other names. I really don't. I actually. Everyone's... Podcast launches, everyone's about to hit you up for these connections. I'm talking. <laughs> I... And it's not like we're like every day we're talking. It's more like, you know, you, you it's, it's like a comfort level where we can, you know, connect again and, you know, we can see, and I appreciate these people who really supported me. Um, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but I did get an opportunity to work with Drake and uh, Jack this month. So that was really exciting. Um, and even if it's a very small role, I think I've learned so much from it. And it just makes you build like, okay, what can I do next? And one thing I do want to say is that I, I love marketing for people. I will help anyone really with no cost I'll tell you that no cost you don't even have to pay me I'll just come to learn to grow to you know grind things like that I also kind of want to you know do things for myself at this point so I think I'm learning from all of this and hopefully I'll try to make something for myself as well maybe I can learn from you how to market properly because I'm a, I'm a, I guess I'm an all right marketer but there's always levels to shit and I, I'm always go with the student mentality even if I'm good at something I'll never I love tooting my own, own, own horn, but I also know when to bow down to greatness. So like, you know, like when you're someone that's really good at marketing, I will always come to you with advice or like wanting advice. Like, hey, like how do I market this? Or like, what's your opinion on this? Like, how do you feel like this product is or uh, this podcast, right? So it'd be great to just work with you in future collabs too. And like, mm-hmm. you have like that funny charisma too. And let's talk about your snippets, you know? You have funny snippets of Drake, Jack Harlow with your mom. Um, oh no, the real Jack Harlow is gonna come. That was that was a you know that was yeah. a little filter. No, real Jack Harlow. This actually today is gonna come out. I'm gonna drop a video today. What's the date? October twenty. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm down to promote it too because it'd be so cool. Like, um, are you like like can you talk too much about it or no? Is there like a NDA you have to sign? Or- oh no. No. So like. <laughs> actually can i say something really funny i was we went to his personal he had a private show just for a specific group i can't really say that but um my took my best friend who actually she's my big for my sorority and she oh my god we made posters on the spot she said candy can i sign the nda i had no idea what that was but i found out about jack harlow's nda it's a little scandalous so (laughs) then what was that you said the ND the NDA was scandalous. So Jack Carlo has a specific NDA, where when if a girl just even wants to hang out with him, you know, you have to sign this non-disclosure agreement, and you can't. That's why you really don't see, you know, on on the internet, he's not with any girls. You don't really see that. So there's a little bit of a that's a little bit of secrecy behind the industry. No, definitely. I saw Post Malone's interview, and he was talking about how rappers. Um... Like, you know, a lot of rappers cannot be, they, they have to, like, when, when they're under the limelight, they have to be a certain way. So, he was saying a lot of them just smoke weed and get tattoos and shit. And, like, 
only talk about their girls like under the rug because if they get caught with something, it just blows up and right. it can be a detriment to their music career too because it's like they also have to rap about some of that. Like goes hand in hand, right? So I looked at Post Malone's interview and it, it, it I, I totally get like why he's doing that too. So. Mm -hmm. And I think when you said like, okay, inspiration, I would say Jack Harlow's inspiration, even though I'm a fan girl, but I, I respect him and I respect his hustle because um, it's, and again, it's a personal choice. He says he doesn't drink, he doesn't smoke. I believe him, I guess. <laughs> and he does it for his own personal, like, grind. He doesn't, he wants, he wants to stay focused. And I actually, not like, oh, I'm following him because Loki love him. No, I kind of stopped drinking too, just because I feel like it does sway me and it does keep me out of focus. So when I go to these promotions and go to these events, they are nightclubs and drinks are just kind of offered to you, but you have to resist and say no. And I'll I'll drink I'll take a sip or something, but I really won't drink because I want to stay focused. I want to look presentable. Um, and um, I don't know if we're going off topic, but you know, with the video, what I'm trying to release is that I do take a ton of video. Like um, for example, when I when Moonlight did come, I would take all these angles for them, and I would try to make it as cool as possible to make it in a music video. But I also like to because people's attention spans are so short. I like to make it funny. So with the Drake one, for example, yeah. I have this whole video where Jake is just kind of standing and just vibing to the music. But I just kind of made it funny for two seconds because my friends were like, he looked at you for like 1.4 seconds. So I made that into like a joke. Um, so with with Jack Harlow one, uh, it's going to be a cute, funny one where I don't want to ruin it because it's not like, oh, it's like an NDA thing. No, it's just, it's just kind of like, let's not ruin the magic yet. But it's going to be funny. So let's just say that. <laughs> no, that'd be, I can't wait to see it. I'm going to be one of the first uh, people to just see it and view it. And if you want, I can even promote it. So that'd be kind of cool. Well, I actually have a question for you. Well, if you don't mind helping me out. I'm so sorry. Um, what do you think, or from seeing my content background, like what, where do you think I headed or what what do you suggest I do because I think for me even though you I say that I know what I'm doing I really don't every day I don't know what I'm doing and I just don't know because I think I've always been influenced by like fashion bloggers like do I want to go to fashion do I want to go to music and I think that's what really confuses me so what would you think like what would you say that you would like to see from me I guess I like how you bring your face up a lot of people are scared of their face like for example and I, what I mean by that is like showing your face in videos, um, especially in the skits that you do. I think you get a lot of viewership that way. And I think it shows who you are as a human being. Mm -hmm. Like the video with Drake and in the end you showed your face and you're like, oh, like that. <laughs> I thought it was because I, I could relate to you. I was like, wait, that's funny. And then even like the one with your mom, I felt like, you know, I was like, wow, that's like my mom. You know, I troll her all the time with like Nicki Minaj videos. And when I turn on Anaconda Donk, she's like, what the hell is this shit? Put this down and I turn it up even more. So stuff like that. But then if you like transition into vlogging and, you know, you're in a traveling and celeb promoting and stuff like I like on your stories, too. You kind of like show like pictures of skyscrapers, like put in little tidbits but i think having a more of a story behind what you're doing would even add more fuel to your identity because mm. like from this you know so much more about your identity but if i was to chop this up in like 10 if i had like a video photographer and if i was like legit i'll chop this up and 
feel like it would do great because so many young girls out there are looking up to you too, right? Like they'd be like, wow, like Brown community, Daisy, I relate to this. Oh, Jack Harlow. I'm a Brown girl who likes Jack Harlow. I relate to this. <laughs> oh, I like this. I relate to this. So I feel like there's so much relational value with you and you have a really good, like, I don't want to get cheesy here, but you have a really good, like, heart and personality. So I think having... Oh, you're gassing me up too much. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anyways, but, like, having that and then, like, mixing it with just fun banter, because you're not putting anyone down. You're just having fun, right? Yeah. So I think having that, everyone wants to just have fun at the end of the day. It comes down to one thing, fun, good or bad. Um, And just putting that in your content and just, like... Maybe even having like a tidbit of like, hey guys, like I'm going to release a Jack Cargo video. A lot of you guys had a great, funny reaction to the previous one. Tune in for the next one. And then you post that and like two days later, you post another one. That'd be my advice. Like having your, have, forming a relationship with your audience, but then also at the same time, like having collaborators mm -hmm. like myself, other people. So, but I think what you're doing, no one knows what they're doing. Like even I don't know, like yeah. what I'm doing here. Having... In my mind, I have like a formula and I'm trying to create different connections. And then hopefully, like maybe even one day I have a, a party. I'm thinking about having like a party with all the people I've interviewed mm -hmm. and just as a party and maybe like just having people like be social and like get to know each other. And I don't know, maybe <laughs> I'll be I'll be Indian matchmaker like Steve one day. Or maybe <laughs> I'll be like, you know, so it just it's just fun. I've always great. I've always been so like anyone I end up with like romantically or as a friend, like I always treat everyone the same from mm -hmm. what I know. So even with family too, I feel like if you're wrong, you're wrong, you're right, you're right. So, right. you know, I think um, every, just have confidence in yourself too. Like feel like you say you're insecure, but then at the same time, you know, deep down what makes you strong too. So I think that's, that's your positive quality. Like, right. Well, I think it was a lot of therapy too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I'm not. Yeah. A mental health podcast or whatever. What am I gonna do? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, therapy is not like something people should be ashamed of. I always was, but I think you know, I, I did start looking into it the first time this year, and it does. It really did help. Like, I, it is helping. You know, it's not like something we should stay stay away from if you really need it. Um, but I wanted to say thank you for the advice. Thank you for the um, feedback. I really will take it into consideration, and I feel like. It, it you know just feeling that like or knowing that people actually are watching my stuff or looking up to me makes me feel so accepted and and happy and really makes me want to create that drive to keep going so i i really value your feedback thank you um which yeah something i'm sorry no uh, and i was just gonna say like if, if like i'm just curious to know but i know if if let's say you were successful right mm -hmm. and you got like the uh, exactly connected with people you've got millions of people that follow you and if money wasn't a, wasn't an option what would you do with your life every day do you know like because I always think about that too I'm like what if I'm successful one day what would I do right and for me I would probably eat a lot of bread right I love carbs <laughs> I would, <laughs> um, I'll have bubble tea and then I'll just like see the world on like an RV like I'm that kind of guy who likes to go on mountains and do push-ups and live like a like a travel to travel like do you know what you would do because i'm curious to know i feel like you have a creator's mindset so i'm curious to know like what you would 
what you would do even like judging by your room it's pretty creative right so yeah uh yeah you ask all my friends they know they're like isha she's wild she, with the creativity with the decorating yeah um that's a bit philosophical here but i think well first of all i think you're successful today you know everyone's successful every day so cheers that um <laughs> yeah here's my water <laughs> It's too early. It's too early for Pepsi. You're drinking Pepsi. I'm sorry. I had to call you out for that. <laughs> well, you're right. Look, I had black coffee and then I had diet Pepsi because I'm on a cutting diet right now. Uh-uh. Not- I would be in the bathroom. I'm sorry. That was too much. But see, I don't... I like to just joke and be open. But, um... So it's like I just live off of this until 2 o'clock, so... Yeah. <laughs> so I think when uh, when people create content, I'm not saying this is the truth for everyone, but people kind of take videos and create content to get to someplace and to put it on social media. I I film every day. My friends will see me whip out the phone. I try to also not put the, put the phone out too much because you want to be face-to-face interaction, but I like to capture the moments. I like to, I, main thing when I travel, I, I like to capture every moment. And um I always get to look back at it and film that. And also, um, I kind of want to share the story of other people. Like, I want to see, I want to show if I get the chance and they get their approval that people are struggling in maybe like third world countries. Like, I love to just bring awareness to other people. And um, I also with animals and humans. And that's, I think that's what I really want to do. Like, I think that my end goal is really to give back and everything I, I kind of earn, I try to given donations because i'm not trying to be like oh a saint no that is me i am people know that i'm a very very giving person personally so when it comes to like animals i want to help animals i want to help dogs who are mistreated things like that and i want to travel a lot more um i want to see the world a lot more i just want to I don't, that's, that's where it comes back to the vision board. I don't know what I want as my final destination. I don't know what is the end goal because even though I say like, I do want to reach some point where I feel like, yes, I kind of made it. I just don't have an end goal. I think every day I'm just like excited to do something new. I just don't want to sit in the house the whole day. That's one thing. Like I love to sleep. I love to be in the house sometimes, but I also like just need to get out. So that kid growing up, like used to always play outside or inside? both nobody would play with me outside no just kidding um no I, I'm, a, I'm a very i like to keep things balanced i like to stay inside and i like I'm to go out the same way we're very similar in that sense because mm-hmm. i have tattoo right here reminds me of balance so you have a what a yin and yang tattoo oh that's back. cool yeah it's like with my mom's name and it's like a dandel it's a daisy going through yin and yang and it's my mom's name in chinese because my mom is like mm-hmm. my best friend so, like, I have her name, and then I have Kobe's numbers, because, you know, Kobe died. Right. 24 there, so. You I know. love that. Yeah, because it gives me balance, too, because Kobe, I live by that mamba mentality, like, being resilient and relentless, and fuck what people say, right? Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, people are still going to do what they want to do, and, like, even if the material I put up is cringe or it's not helpful or whatever the case is, right, I feel like I'm chasing what I want to chase, and I'm having fun with it. It's giving me identity. Versus just like going to work, right? I'm in IT industry. I do all this IT shit. But then they like, I also connect with people at work too because I do this. And, um, you know, I'm into like fitness and stuff too. So I think mm-hmm. that having identity is like the biggest thing, right? So, mm-hmm. but I think you should still keep doing what you're doing because being scattered is a good thing. I think exploring all the stuff and then eventually figuring out what you mm-hmm. like, Isha, 
Verma fits into is Aisha Aisha. Fuck. Aisha, you're yeah. Oh fuck. Okay, I said it right. I just spelled with an E, not an I. Sorry. Verma. <laughs> yeah. Aisha. Yes. Aisha Verma, like what you fit into, but I think uh, having uh, just like I think being scattered is healthy. I think if you're just one dimensional and then you just do something your whole life, like there's people at work who have one position for thirty years. Oh. And I, fuck, do you do that? You know, like that's. Yeah. Can't like, do that. What are you doing? You know, like if they make someone happy, I guess we can. We no, can... I'm they're happy. Yeah. But like, yeah. Can't stay in a position for like thirty years, like. Right. You know, I'm sure they're happy. They're happy with their stuff. Not to hate or anything. Just. No, I get it. Here you want to do more, you know. So. And I think if you're saying thirty years, they're definitely older. And we coming from being in our twenties, teens, Generation Z, we've grown up with that like diversity. We've grown up with just so much going on in the world that we we're like oh our ideas are all over the place so i think we're the most creative uh generation and i think we should take pride in that yeah Mm -hmm. i I have another question to pivot to um if you were to recommend like the audience to know more about you what would you i guess uh like what would you i guess uh say to the i guess like for the audience to learn more about you, what would you say as like a advice to your younger self? Like, how would you, um, like you know, people looking up to you, yep. younger girls, guys, older. What would you say? <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. I have a lot of siblings, and when I say siblings, they're not even blood related. But I have a lot of kids who are like literally my brothers and sisters, and I have so much love for them because they were me they they I mean they're a lot more mature a lot more confident than I used to be but I think just don't listen to anyone really like the more you listen to people and they try to bring you down that's like the worst thing ever is you just don't believe in yourself so you might know something you might be like God has created me to be something and somebody will just say one thing and you'll just throw it all away and I wasted I'm not gonna lie I wasted 10 10 15 years and just not like doing what I wanted to do and now today with the again power of social media with being an adult being like more mature I've started creating my own things again I'm like wow I can do it like who cares what other people say because it goes for dating it goes for friendships it goes for anything you're gonna have right and you just have to be smart about a lot of things but just don't be afraid to be yourself and I know it's as cheesy as it is but you have to really deep like dive deep and say what does that mean like you have to say like yeah I am happy with me I am happy with what I want to do because if you're just going to live by somebody else's expectations or somebody's words what is life like you're not going to live for you like that you're going to feel miserable inside and you're not going to perform perfectly in your school and your in your work or with your communication with your confidence and um, I think I really you know buried myself into this hole where that wasn't me and so I think now being 24 sometimes I feel like I'm a little too late sometimes I feel like I'm on the right track sometimes I feel a little too early but it's never too late even though I feel like it's too late sometimes but it's not it really isn't I think I'm really good at giving advice for other people not for myself and you should also apply that advice that you give to others to yourself you know because you everyone has a heart everyone does care about other people so I think you can do show that compassion to yourself I think I'm finally at that age where I can give myself advice, but I think 
through the midlife crisis. And I feel like I have a friend who just became 26 and he's going through a midlife crisis too. And, uh, Oh no. and he's just, you know, like, obviously it's the, having a girlfriend kind of thing. And it's also like career path. And it's also like having no friend group or having a friend group because you know, they're also like, um, you know, just like friends like deviate towards people who are engaged more or people who are single more, right? Like there's that two, two groups, right? Like people who are engaged end up in this like, like settled, my settled, not settlers mindset. Like it's like family oriented mindset. And then the people who are single, they're still out and partying. So he's in the middle, you know, he has a diverse friend group and it's kind of like, you know, half of his friend groups engage and he has like a few friends who are like single. So it's like, it's like, what do I pick? Right? Like you're in that weird age because everyone's doing what they want to do. And I feel like school never taught us like how to, um, handle mental health or just like our emotions really well. I always am like an advocate of having behavioral health at school. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Yeah. And, and I think my, my brother's 16 right now and we have a 13 year age gap, but, um, you know, he's like very, very woke too. And, uh, I think like having like, even like therapy, like free therapy and stuff at stuff would be a great thing. And just having funds for that, you know? So I want to stand for that. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, I want to that. So. Yeah, no, I agree. I don't think you can be single and a family person. Like, I'm a very family person, but it's just that, you know, dating has been very rocky in the last few years. And I think, uh, you know, yeah, that's that. Um, but also, I was going to say that, yeah, I definitely think mental health things should be in school. I was like, these kids are like, you know, more than we were. It's so crazy. So good luck to your brother. And I understand like what you're going through. There was something I was going to say and I totally forgot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with your points. So for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. And rapid fire round. What's your favorite? What? What's your favorite food? Rapid fire round. I don't have one. It's everyday changing. But if you were, to, if we were to go out and be like, let's go to sushi, even though sushi is not good for me, but. Gotcha. What's your favorite artist? Like musician? Currently, Jack Harlow. Okay. Yeah. And don't have one. <laughs> it's as as a filmed, as a director's daughter, I changes every day. It's like I I enjoy, but I do love Modern Family. I'll watch Modern Family on a daily basis. So that's not a movie, but it's a show, and that's something that. Oh. Oh, good. I'm, Can you agree? I, I'll I'll give you a a ring after, but. Okay. Um, and who's your best friend, you would say? <laughs> Shout out. Ooh. Oh, I can't do this because I have like three. Um... Okay, shout out all three. You just all have right. to say names. Anna, Navi, and Harsh. Let's say that. Okay. It really oh. got me through a lot. I would say a best friend is someone who is there for you in and out. And even if you don't see them for like six months, <laughs> I'm talking about one girl. <laughs> you, you still have that connection at the end of the day. Oh, and I have some. Oh no, this is so bad. Yeah. I have some guy friends too that I can't. Oh, so many. What? Well, now we're best friends. So I shout out to you too. Oh, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I actually have a first too, which is like funny because you said Hirsch. So I was like, oh wow. But um, thanks again so much for being on the podcast. I really, really enjoyed it. I don't. I think this is like one of the best ones I recorded too. So. Oh, looking forward to doing don't flatter me. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you so much. No, it means a lot. Anytime. Um, I appreciate but... it. It was, it was lovely talking to you too. You're a great host.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. I I've always uh, tried to be the best I can be. But uh, yeah, yo, like thank you for coming on, and yeah, you should we should come on more, and then you know. Oh yes, if we could do a part two, I would love that. And you know what? I'm ready to help you with your podcast marketing. So hit me up. <laughs> yeah, 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 I got you, and we can collabs too. Like I am so down to do TikToks, like shorts and stuff. So you know, for the people, I think whoever wants to like collab with us too, feel free. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shavarma, everybody, and um, thank you for being on the show. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. <laughs>